Visit licentureexams.com and try our samples completely free of charge. Hi, you fabulous therapist. Welcome to our podcast. This episode is part of our Study Smarter, Not Harder series. My name is Linton, and this is my super cool co-host, Stacy. How's life in the frozen northern tundras, Stacy? <laughs> well, you know how I feel about the cold here in Michigan. You can always add layers, Linton, but when it's scorching hot in Florida, like where you are, there's only so much you can peel off <laughs> before you get arrested. Uh, um, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of hot and cold, we have got a sensuous episode here for you today about how you can use your senses as a powerful tool to enhance your learning and trigger your memory when you're studying for your licensure exam. Sound intriguing yet, Linton? Yeah, it does. Tell me more. All right. So the first thing that you need to know is that our brains are wired to remember things that we experience primarily with our senses. And that's why 70 to 90% of our communication is totally nonverbal. And you've experienced this before when you smell something and it immediately triggers a specific memory. So, for example, this happened to me just a few days ago. I was out browsing around in an antique shop and I passed by this stand with these old perfume bottles. Mm. And I took a whiff and just immediately it smelled exactly like my grandmother's house. And I felt like I was just walking around in her house. I could immediately visualize like where her bookcases were and where her Victorian lamps were. Um, and I haven't been there in years and years. So it was like all these details could remember that I'd never be able to tell you about if you just kind of asked me off the cuff to describe her house. Hmm. Well, something like that happened to me yesterday too. Remember the perfume white shoulders? Well, <laughs> I was in Publix, seems like I spent all my time there, and this old lady walked by and I got a whiff of her perfume and it immediately transported me back to Mrs. Pinkerton's science class. Mrs. Pinkerton was my first crush, my first love. <laughs> yes, I can imagine that. And I hadn't remembered her names in years. So all of a sudden, just the smell of the white shoulders evoked all these memories that I had totally forgotten. Uh -huh. So let me see if I understand this correctly as it applies to students who are studying for their exam. If you pair any sense, sort of like sight, smell, taste, touch, sound, with the concept that you're trying to learn, it helps to reinforce the memory and makes it more likely to remember it in the future. Is that right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. And there's some really cool science about how it works, too. Like, we're not we're not making this up. I know it sounds a little hokey, but there is some scientific you know, basis with this. So smell in particular is a really strong memory trigger because your olfactory bulb, so basically your brain smell center, is directly connected to the part of your brain that processes emotion and memory. Wow, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. It's not hocus pocus as far as I'm following. So if I'm studying for the exam and I'm learning about logotherapy, for example, if I'm sucking on some peppermint candy, then I can use the peppermint candy as a trigger to remember logotherapy. Yep, you've got it, Linton. And if you want to be really academic and tell your friends all about it, this phenomenon of memories triggered by senses is called the Proustian memory effect. Didn't you know you were getting a little history tidbit lesson in here today, did you, Linton? No, I think you're making this up again. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is real. So if you haven't heard of Proust, 
he was a French writer, uh-huh. <laughs> my very poor imitation of French, experienced this strange sense of deja vu when he ate a tea-soaked French cake. And these vivid childhood memories came flooding back into his mind, totally involuntarily. Well, why do you know this, Stacy? <laughs> I'm a collector of all of these little tidbits. Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you this. Can you amplify the effect a little bit more by pairing multiple senses together to make the memory even that much more vivid? Yes. Yeah. In fact, you can mix and match your senses to create an epic memory recall using sight, sound, smell, touch, and or taste. Of course, it's really important to be realistic about what you're doing here. So don't expect that every single time you smell a peppermint candy, you're suddenly going to be flooded with memories of logotherapy. (laughs) But what you can do is use this technique to help your brain start making these associations between the material that you're learning and these sensory cues. It's kind of like creating an emotional anchor in your memory bank. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you can get really creative with this. What about touch? I know people can carry around rocks or coins. Could you do something like that? Would that help you remember information? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. So as far as using tactile items, like what you're describing, to store information in your memory, there's this whole field of study that's called kinesthetic learning. Of course there is. (laughs) Another field of science, yes, which is essentially the process of learning by physical movement. And this is really popular with med students who use things like clay or string uh, when they're creating models of body parts and organs that they're studying. And there's also studies that show that if you write something down, you know, like note taking, mm-hmm. which involves both tactile and visual senses, so you've got that combo of senses there, then you're more likely to remember it. So uh-huh. it's not not called rote memory for nothing. Got it. Got it. So when you go in to take the exam, you could put a small rock or maybe a chicken liver in your pocket that you associated <laughs> with some concept that you were studying, right? <laughs> Well, a chicken liver might be pushing the envelope just a little bit. I'm pretty sure that your other uh, fellow, you know, test takers are not going (laughs) to appreciate that too much, though I'm sure they'll give you some space. Uh, But a a rock, a rock seems harmless enough. Okay. Well, it sounds crazy, but look, you may pass or fail this exam by one measly point. And I can assure you, many people have failed by just one point. And so... Try try this. Uh, maybe not with the chicken liver, but go ahead and try this. So what do you have to lose? And Stace, what about, I've just thought about an idea. What about wearing the exact same clothes you've been wearing all the time you've been studying for the last three months for the exam? <laughs> well, here's an idea, especially if you live down in Florida where, you know, you're sticky and sweaty three Watch months it. of... <laughs> Well, it might be odiferous, but a pass is a pass. Yeah, well, there you go once again with those 50-cent words, Stace. Well, (laughs) that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope that you came away with some ideas of how you can customize these concepts, and you can use your senses to pick up a few extra points on the exam. Well, until next time, remember, it's in there. It's in there.